Thank you for joining me at the Ghost Light. My name is Matt Morris, and I want to get to the bottom of what inspires the average theater professional. There are a lot of people to talk to, so let's get to work. Hello everyone, I want to personally thank you for listening to the teaser episode for the Ghost Light Podcast. This is just a taste of things to come, so I hope you're as excited as I am. A little about myself, I was born and raised in Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas, and I spent most of that time in a suburb just outside called Mansfield. Early on, I was mostly interested in sports, but I switched to the new high school that was being built my junior year, and one of the teachers in the hallway encouraged me to try out for the new improv troupe. From there, I became very interested in theater and decided to go to college for it. After attempting to act for a bit, I quickly realized that my peers were much, much better than I was, so I focused on something that I was good at, writing. After school, I married my high school sweetheart, who also doubles as a musical theater actress. She got an agent, so we moved out to the Big Apple. I've worked many jobs, but nothing satisfied my creative itch, so I started a movie review podcast with a friend, and podcasting became something that did scratch that itch, so here I am. My initial goals for this podcast are to service the average theater professional. There are a few podcasts geared mainly towards the stars, but I want to service the people that are on the ground grinding it out every day. And that means everyone from actors, directors, teachers, musicians, technicians, writers, from all nationalities and all backgrounds. I want to get your story. At first, many episodes will feature TCU alumni because that's where I went to school, but I want to get in touch with everyone from all places and all walks of life. If you or someone you know is interested in being a part, please contact me on Twitter and Facebook at TGLpod or gmail at theghostlightpod at gmail.com. Tell me a little bit about who you are and what you do, and I'll hopefully be able to get you on the show. And if you have the time, an Apple Podcast review or whatever podcasting service you use would be much appreciated. I'm going to play a short clip from a recent interview I did with a friend of mine, Anthony Fortino. Anthony is currently on the tour of Fun Home and serves as both an understudy and the dance captain. It was a great joy getting to chat with him and learn more about his story. So were your parents and friends and family in general supportive of you pursuing this? Did they think that you would do it in school or you know, were they kind of resistant to that? How did that work? Yeah, my parents have always been fully supportive. Um, they have always, you know, said, we will support you, but we want to make sure you know what you're getting into. Mm -hmm. So they absolutely said, we will totally support you going off to do only theater in school if that's what you want to do. As long as you know, you know, here's what the life is going to be. Ask people who are in the business what that life looks like. You know, do you want to be waiting tables after college and, you know, doing what, you know, the stereotypical things that people talk about, you know, aspiring actors doing. And so... 
they asked me that and I said, no, I, I don't really want that. I want job security. I, I want a family. <laughs> so that's why I'll have accounting as, as my backup, if you will. So, but they, they absolutely were supportive and, and have only gotten more supportive over the years as I've, you know, had more opportunities to do more things. They've only been more and more supportive. Great. That's really good to hear. I know a lot of people don't have that experience, so I'm glad that yeah, your parents yeah, no, were supportive. I feel, yeah, I feel so, so lucky. If they if they didn't want me to do this, it would be yeah, it would I can't imagine it. So yeah, they're a huge part of why I'm why I'm here. Great. And in school, like you said, you you did have that accounting degree and you even went back and, and got your master's, correct? So you you kind of had that plan. Are you thankful still that you did that, or is that something that maybe if you went back you would reconsider? Do you recommend having that thing to to other people? Yeah, I will say it's hard right now to say, but I do. I am I 100% do not regret getting my accounting degree, and my master's was sort of like a prerequisite to be able to sit for the CPA exam, which I. I did eventually like take and pass all four tests while on the tour. So I am also a CPA now and I, I would recommend that not having a CPA for everyone, obviously, but I I totally recommend if you have another interest to sort of go after that because yeah, no, I don't regret it at all because you know, after this tour, who knows what's next, I might not have a show for years. And so to be able to have, a CPA and two accounting degrees to, to use that I am also interested in, I think it's a great thing. And, you know, I think as, as you, I'm sure you also know, having other interests to be able to fulfill yourself is great. You know, if there's not a show there to fulfill your mm-hmm. artistic and performing need, you have to have some other outlet to be able to, um, you know, use and talk about to, to find fulfillment in life. I think it's much better to have that than it is to go, you know, if you love waiting tables, and that's amazing, but if waiting tables makes you hate your life, then I think it's way more important to have something else that you love to do and have experience or academic background in or some sort of expertise in something else to be able to survive. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. It's some people, you know, are, are hesitant to double major, but I think it can be beneficial if you do it the right way, if you have the work ethic to, to go through with it, you know, because I know it's probably pretty tough for you because you mentioned, you know, possibly thinking maybe this was something you couldn't do theater. Maybe was that in college or was that in high school? Um, it was in high school. And then there were certainly moments through college when I thought it, I mean, I took my junior year was the most ever took. I had 22 hours in a semester, Wow. which was, it was, yeah, it was, it was a lot. And it was, I absolutely was not able to do all my homework for every class. So I was sort of just, waiting until test day and then studying right before tests. Um, so it was not, yeah, it was not easy at all. And so mm-hmm. it's absolutely not right for everyone or something everyone has to do, but, you know, for, especially for people as, you know, doing theater or looking to do theater, things like, you know, an arts administration minor or a business minor or even some other minor in the arts, mm-hmm. you know, or even just taking classes and other things. Um, or, or working at, you know, or like interning in the box office somewhere at a local theater. You know, anything that gives you experience in something other than performing on stage, mm-hmm. I think is, you know, incredibly useful because there are so many avenues to work in, in the theater or in the arts. And so, you know, giving yourself experiences in something other than 
just acting on on a stage is very important. Yeah, I think it's very easy to fall into that trap of only focusing on theater and not taking in everything that college has to offer because we went to a liberal arts college. We didn't go to a conservatory or anything. So right. there was plenty of stuff for us to do. And I felt like a lot of people would kind of sit back, act or design or whatever they did. And they didn't get the whole college experience, you know? Totally. Oh, absolutely. So kind of on that note, since you're a recent grad, you, you graduated, what, two years ago? Three years ago? Yeah. Yes. 2015 was my undergrad and then last year with my master's. So what is one piece of advice that you would maybe give to a high school senior who is going into college this next year? I would say uh, you don't have to know what you're going to do mm-hmm. with your life or with college, but be open to things that come your way. But also with, with a caveat on that, I would also say don't try to do everything <laughs> because it's easy to do that in college. Most colleges, especially like TCU, there, there, are, you know, there are endless things for you to get involved in. Yeah, we knew those so people too. Easy. Yeah, oh my <laughs> gosh, yeah. And you, it's easy to get overwhelmed by wanting to do everything. So you don't have to do everything, but definitely do something, get involved in something, do, do at least one club, or if you like to sing, join the choir. Don't stretch yourself too thin, but 100% get involved because the people you meet in college in anything lead to opportunities that you have no idea will come your way. And they might be the people that give you your next job. They might be the people that yeah, anything. So I, I would say make sure you get involved in something. Don't get involved in everything. And you don't have to know what you're going to do. It, it's a you Don't try to plan exactly what you're going to do because it's going to be different. Yeah, I think that's a scary thought for, I know it was for me, for a high school student thinking like, you know, I have my whole entire life ahead of me and these four years kind of dictate exactly what's going to happen to me. And then you get there and you realize it's not really the, the case. No, yeah, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Yeah, I, I there's no possible way that either you or I, when we were freshmen in college, could ever have predicted that, you know, several years after college, we would be where we are now. Mm-hmm. No way. So, yeah, it's pointless in trying to plan. It's, you don't need to waste your energy doing that. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe on the podcasting service you use. I will hopefully be releasing the first batch of episodes on July 3rd and then releasing weekly afterward. Oh, and if you like the music you've heard, you can find Melandros on Bandcamp and other services. I'll leave information in the show notes for you. Again, thank you for listening, and I'll catch you next time at The Ghost Light.